Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Courtney, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Prayer for Eternal Sight Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about earthly things, but to love things heavenly, and even now, as we live among things that are passing away, to hold fast to those that shall endure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me in your kingdom today. Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin, once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from life to death and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Are we to sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, 
either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed, and having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I'm speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as, as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness, leading to sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on the scripture, what really stuck out to me were verses 21 through 23, where it says, But what fruit were you getting at the time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end eternal life. For the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And I think that especially hit me because of the question, what fruit were you getting when you were doing those things that you're now ashamed of? Um, it's kind of like, well, yeah, duh, nothing. Um, I did live a sinful lifestyle or um, whatever, and it wasn't sanctifying me in any way. I was living for sin, and it wasn't getting me anywhere. Um, that just really struck me because I, especially for me, I've dealt with a lot of guilt and shame in my life, um, from my sins. And yeah, it's just funny to read it out, like what, you know, there's people who are saying, oh, well, since we're not under um, law, but we're under grace now, then that means we can sin all the time, right? And it's, you know, he's saying here, like, well, why would you? Why would you want to? Just logically, why would you want to keep sinning if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, if you're a Christian? Um and you are brought into that relationship with God, you are brought into new life because of Jesus Christ, new life that has victory over sin, that doesn't have to obey sin anymore. Why would you want to go back there? We get to obey God and live in righteousness, and it leads to fruit in our life and sanctification, and in the end, eternal life with God. Eternal life from the one who loved us so much he sent his only son 
to be murdered by sinners for sinners. Why would you not want that? If we are truly followers of Christ, we want to be slaves of God. We want to be slaves of God's word. We want to do what it says. We want to act it out. Of course, we're still going to sin. We're humans. We're not perfect. But as Christians, there's forgiveness for us. We are able to confess and repent to our creator. And there's forgiveness through Christ. And then we also get to change our actions. We have the Holy Spirit guiding us, leading us to wisdom, convicting us when we've done something not so righteous, but not condemning us. Death is not our prize anymore. Eternal life is the free gift that God's given us. The action for today is to just take a couple minutes and pray and repent. Pray for the Holy Spirit's conviction to convict you of um, things maybe you've been doing that are less than holy, that are not leading to sanctification. And ask for forgiveness over those. And know that our God is a good God and he has forgiven us. And he loves us. And he doesn't want us to sit in our sin and to suffer and to be ashamed and be hurting. He wants to free us from that. Lord, 
Thank you for your scripture. Thank you for being a good and holy God that sent your only son to die for sinners while they were sinning, knowing we were going to continue to sin, but wanting that relationship with us, giving us the Holy Spirit to convict and give wisdom and guide. Holy Spirit, I pray that you bring forth things from our week or month or even year that we have been hiding or holding deep within or been ashamed to even admit. But I pray that you give us the courage, the bravery to um, to repent and to ask for forgiveness for those things. And I pray as we do that, Holy Spirit, that you would allow us to feel that connection, that relationship with our Creator, with our Good Father. I pray that you would allow us to feel his forgiveness, to feel that warmth, to feel like we're in safe hands when we confess sensitive things to our Father. He doesn't condemn us. He doesn't send us away to be on our own. He's with us in it. Thank you for that. I pray that you put a community around each one of us of people that we feel safe with, of Christians that we feel connected to. Christians that we feel like we can confess to, to provide healing, that can share their stories with us, that we can share our stories with them of your faithfulness. Lord, thank you for being the solid rock on which we build our lives. Thank you for never changing, for never cracking, for never breaking away, for being stable and steady throughout all time, throughout all time to come, Lord. Thank you that we can rely on you to be who you say you are, that we can rely on your forgiveness for us, on eternal life for us. It's not something that you're going to take away from us as believers. It's not a carrot you're dangling in front of our faces that we have it because you gave it to us. Thank you, Lord. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.